Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Nothing's Wasted. I am Adia. And I'm Elisha. And today, we're going to be talking about a subject, and we entitled this episode, Keeping Tabs on You. So, Adia and I were kind of talking, and there's this saying, I don't know who said it, but I'm not trying to steal no credit. It wasn't me. But it's been said that change is one of the only constants in life. So if that's the case, that change is one of the only constants, are, how are we or are you consciously uh, rediscovering who you are in your current station of life? So when things change, when you change, is it... Are you reactive concerning your change? Are you intentional concerning your change? Are you even aware that you're changing? So that's kind of the the crux of what we wanted to kind of unpack today. So and what that looks like in relationship with other people that are also changing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So one of the things that stood out and, you know, I've got some questions for you and thoughts, but. One of the things that stood out to me as we were speaking about this earlier is there's almost kind of a a feeling, or there can be, a feeling of betrayal mm-hmm. when the person you're in relationship does what everybody does and changes mm-hmm. on you. It almost feels like, oh, you done, mm-hmm. you done sold me a bill of goods. Yeah. Or, this is the bait and switch. You said you was going to be like this. You was yeah. like this when I met you, and now you're different. But that was inevitable. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like. Why are you mad? Yeah. But. But I know why you're mad. Yeah, because I said yes to. Right. Who you were. Were. Right. But, But not just that. I think it is the thing that has been the common thread throughout every episode thus far. You're mad and almost rightfully so. Because nobody communicated the changes that were happening because either, like you said, in your kind of avenues of how it happens, they were either unaware or what were the other two you said? Unwilling. Um, uh, What'd you say? Is it is the unaware, unwilling? No, where you were like, um, you know, as as you're changing, are you aware of the change? Are you intentional about the change? And or do you just look up? And And realize that I've changed. Yes. And so I feel like when people are not communicative about where they are in that with the person, then absolutely, yes, someone feels a sense of betrayal. And I feel like to a certain degree, it's justified. I saw on um, (laughs) on social media. It's funny because I didn't spend all this time telling y'all I hate (laughs) social media. But I'm about to tell you something I saw on social media, but I thought it was good. Um, it, I, I don't know who originally posted it, it, but I changed my mind. The world calls it evolution. The scripture calls it sanctification. Another great term for it is growth. You don't ever have to explain or you don't have to explain or apologize for it ever. And I feel like it's so good. It's so true. And it's so good to a degree. Like. You don't have to apologize. You don't have to be sorry for the change that happens. But 
you do have to, in relationship, I think, communicate the change that's happening um, if you want success to continue. What do you, go ahead. So I think there are some, some uh, presuppositions okay. in that statement. Okay. So I think to say that you have to communicate it means that you already presuppose right that yeah. you're aware that it's happening and i get that and i think sometimes shoot maybe more often than not people aren't aware I agree. that it's happening you know i agree um, yeah it's almost like you know when you go away when you haven't seen that that baby cousin for a while mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you come back, you're like, ooh, you done changed a lot. And yeah. the parents is looking like, I've been looking at this yeah, little dude every day. He looked the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you've been in, in this. In, in the trenches. Yeah. You see it. Right, day right. Day out. So, and I, so the, I, think, I think you're right, but I think there are some, some give and take situations where it's like, eh, yeah, you probably should have communicated or could have communicated mm-hmm. if you were aware and I think, that this is where you're headed. Yeah. And I think that's fair. But here's the thing I think that's also true and fair is I think that happens more often than not. But I think what also happens equally is um, you're made aware in the context of a relationship. You're made aware of changes that are happening, which in turn, makes you aware. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. whether you want to own it or not, agree with it or not, is a whole different thing, which I think is os- often what happens. Like, we don't want to acknowledge the things that, you know, our friends, our partner, our spouse, or whatever is coming and sharing with us. But they know, like we say all the time, like, nothing teaches you about you like a marriage does. Mm-hmm. They usually know before you do, and they share something with you sometimes that they've observed and Depending on what it is, you may not want to receive that. Yeah. And so instead of communicating, and I don't know, as I'm talking it through, maybe it's still because you're not aware of it because you, even though they're sharing it with you, you don't receive it because you don't see it as fact. And it's baggage that comes sometimes yeah. with, with these assessments, these in-house assessments yeah. of I'm, your partner. Because like we say all the time, I've been telling you something for umpteen thousand years <laughs> and you went to work, come back telling me and I'm looking at you like for real. Yes. And vice versa, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So um, the thing that I was thinking when you were saying that was, um, so the baggage that comes with it is one, what you said. And then the other, so the other thing is, a lot of times when those assessments are being made about your partner who has, quote unquote, changed or is changing, it's not in a calm and sterile environment. It's normally those kind of, uh, I hate to call them accusations, but those types mm-hmm. of assessments about your partner come in times where it's contentious mm-hmm. or it's in the middle of an argument or we just ain't feeling each other. So mm-hmm. I'm about to tell you how you didn't change. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes it difficult to clearly hear mm-hmm. or accurately, you know, kind of evaluate what's been submitted to you. You know what I mean? I do. It's, I don't know if this goes here, but this is what I thought when you were talking. Some change really ain't changed. Some change is just. You didn't see this before. I've been like this. Yes. <laughs> or, yeah. or I'm comfortable now. Or 
my representative I can't put hide up. anymore. Oh, my goodness. So. You're doing it now. Here I am because yeah. it's like stuffing everything. It's like the yeah. biscuits and you play it pops open. <laughs> like I cannot contain this representative anymore. Who yeah. I really am is about to come out. And that's where, again, going back to the thing that I saw on social media, I don't think you have to be sorry for it. But I do think, no, I don't. I don't think you have to, I don't think, just my humble opinion. I'm with you. I don't think you have to be sorry for it because sorry for for it, sorry for who you are does not sit right with me. Mm-hmm. Like who you are is who you are. Don't be, don't be sorry for that. But if I misled you about who I am, mm-hmm. that's where the apology for sure. comes. Yeah. But not who I am. Right. Because I feel like what happens is in those types of situations, someone is, it's almost like I remember in the beginning of our relationship, like I constantly felt like you were trying to change who I was. And so I can't, it's like, I don't even know how to be like, I'm trying to be all these things. But at the end of the day, I can only be me. And so when we're having the the conversations, aka arguments, it's ridiculous to be arguing about someone trying to make you be something other than who you are. That's Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But what I what I think in those situations people should um, be remorseful about is if I've misled you. Yeah. That's not cool. Yeah. Because I could have made another decision. The other person could have made another decision had they known that something right. <laughs> was different than what how they were led. Yeah, that situation, I agree, definitely requires two conversations. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not a one size fits all. So in that, like, do, do you think your your partner's significant other has a responsibility to, you know, identify, aid, or guide you in some of these changes, you know, or is it... Does your partner have a responsibility? I'm trying to understand your question. So this, this changing that happens, um, it's, it's clear that it's going to happen, and it's going to happen if you're in a relationship within the context of relationship. Mm-hmm. Do, do you think your partner has an, uh, a responsibility or would you call it something else to kind of identify like, oh, you changing or, hey, I want to assist you in the intentional change you're trying to make, you know, kind of okay, a situation. I, I understand what you're saying. Um, I don't know that I will call it a responsibility as much as I would just say, say it this way. I think both people in the relationship have um, sh- are required to. If success is what you want, if long term success in your relationship is what you what you want, I think a requirement of that is to check in, like mm. consistently check in, because we are changing. You don't necessarily always know what you're checking in for. Yeah, because we're changing. Yeah. You know, you don't know. Sometimes all the internal things, because sometimes the person doesn't know all the internal things. Yeah. Um, you know, fortunately for you, I do a whole lot of talking and and outwardly um, uh, process processing life, out yeah, loud. For sure. So for you, you kind of can see coming a mile away things that are happening, but not everybody does that. So I do think. Checking in is required because I like that. 
Cause you don't know. It's even even if it's just from the standpoint of something as simple as I was talking to somebody this week. Like, hey, like you're this this might be whatever, but you're gaining weight. Like, cause 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 what if that was a non-negotiable in the beginning? Mm. And it's happening. <laughs> and the reality is we're all older and our metabolism slows down, and nine times out of ten, that's gonna happen. Do we talk about that? Like, do mm-hmm. we or do we just let the person who came to the table with weight gain being a non-negotiable fester and become, you know, whatever. And now they out here cheating and the relationship ain't good. Like, I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. so I think you don't have to know what you're checking in for per se. Or maybe you do. But I think checking in is required so that you can just know where someone is. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's really good. Checking in is important. So when we're checking in, I think sometimes checking in can be scary or shied away from when you're nervous about how what's changing in you is going to be received from your Mm -hmm. partner. I agree. Like, say I'm like, Hey, you know, we talked about having kids but mm-hmm. i don't think i want to do that no more like mm-hmm. that's big I, yeah it is you know what i mean yeah. or you know i thought that i wanted to fill in the blank yeah and now i'm i'm changing in that yeah. regard like yeah. that's kind of a, a scary thing to approach because you still value the like you don't want to lose absolutely the relationship over this change but did but do you lose it anyway if you don't and who you now are is mm-hmm. really who you now are. Yeah. And who they are is really still who they were. Have you lost it anyway? It's you tough. know what I mean? It's a tough conversation to have if you're if that's and, something that you're you're battling with. And sometimes, honestly though, I feel like how many times do we are we so concerned about something we don't say it and when we finally do, the other person's like, Man, I'm glad you said that because I yeah. you know, because they you had think a professor. It, that said yes, like- <laughs> that he used to say, he used to, I will never forget this, but he used to, it was in some psychology class, I don't remember which one, but he was like, y'all talking about um, college kids and dating and everybody cheating on everybody else. He was like, y'all probably do better if everybody would just be honest because don't none of y'all, y'all all like m- multiple other people, like just communicate. You'd be surprised what you'd find, how this could work out a whole lot better without the deception. Um, but what I was thinking too about that, it made me think about with us, you know, prior to all of our situation, prior to us being separated, prior to a lot of my major growth, a lot of your major growth, I used to be very clingy. I used to be very like up under you. I used to be, and it was almost like it was who I was, not just with you. It was who I was. It was who I knew myself to be in relationships, right? And, and, I, and I enjoyed being that way in a relationship. And after this, you know, I, you remember I used to tell you, I'm like, I'm sad, like, that that girl is gone, like, and she, she'll never come back. Like, I'm not that girl anymore, <laughs> And you were like, that's good, because I don't want that no way. <laughs> that was a blessing. And so I'm just saying all that to <laughs> say, for me in my situation, the thing that I'm holding on to, wishing I could just 
get this back, it actually is working to my benefit in my reality, in my now, because that's not what was working for you anyhow. Yeah. So. So. In keeping tabs on you, I think you kind of hit the nail squarely on the head in relationship. It it sounds like. Checking in. And just kind of unloading as you process through life, I think for me and, you know, people that might be similar to me, that's just not a, a natural thing to just like I think to myself and handle things internally, typically. And that's not always um, healthy. Well, you know, hey, we're all growing. OK, but uh, uh, it's I think you are spot on when you say it's important to to check in because. If you wait too long to check in, and then that's when it's like, all of this has been happening, and right. I don't know nothing, you know, kind right. of a thing. And that that kind of ain't fair. And then that requires those those dual conversations, yep. <laughs> like yep. my bad, I'm not that guy, yeah. or whatever. So, in your relationships, as you grow and learn and work with each other, remember to check in and keep tabs on how you're changing. How yeah. your your person is changing and, you know, kind of talk about it and be be gracious while people are changing because you never know how that's going to look. And being OK with like gracious. Yes, but genuinely OK. And I mean, I know that's this is loaded to say that because you don't know what you're be- saying. You're being OK with. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in commitment in a marriage commitment be okay with the fact that this person who you married is not who you're going to be married to per se in five years 10 years 20 years like and and vice versa so the way that you would want them to be okay Mm -hmm. you know be okay um with that like there's work to be done do it together like grow you know people say all the time we grew apart. I don't understand that. I really don't understand that because very literally, I feel like that happens where there is no communication, no bringing the person along. Like, just come with me. And you can only come with me if I let you. Right. You know? Right. If I let you in, you can come with me. Now, if you choose to walk out, that's on you. But in that's terms the of growing apart. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, well, literally, like we grew like you grew and I grew, but we did it separately. But but what I'm saying is, no, I'm saying yes. But I think what I'm saying here is. Let me bring you with me. If you choose to not come in the door, that's something different. Yeah. But we're we're I'm inviting you on my process Mm -hmm. and then vice versa invite me on yours like don't let it be you know i get that i process out loud so you kind of are always on my process and on my journey you don't but i check in with you you do when you see fit you know communicate things to me but if i ain't heard nothing in a while i'm gonna start asking some questions you know what i mean and i think there has to be that, like allow the other person in that level of vulnerability to be able to, to be able to be okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Because I just don't think any relationship 
can grow together without that. Not really. Like it can grow to a certain extent, but there's like a ceiling, I feel like. Mm. Um, so yeah, just allowing the person to come along, I think is so vitally important. Um, but I think all of these things, like we talked about before, it's almost like there's prerequisites to even being able to get here successfully, because if you don't have trust and the safety and all those things in your relationship, then being able to do this is going to be difficult. So mm-hmm. there's that, too. Well, you got, that's all I got on this. You okay. got no, I feel like that was really good. This was this was his idea, too. This was a good one. Um, tell us what you think. If you have any thoughts about um, how you bring someone along in the intentional way, any thoughts about um, how you bring someone along when it's the reactive kind of growth, how you bring someone along when you don't even know, you know, I'd be interested to know because I feel like this is this is a pretty cool discussion. But in the meantime, um, as always, Grace yourself in wherever you find yourself in your process and just keep on going. Please. <laughs> Have a good week, y'all. <laughs>